mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Corwin. JC's British and 4x4, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, Larry Unger, our phone screener, answer as he always is. I appreciate him joining us each day. And I was just looking to the west to always see what the wind's doing, which is blowing a little bit. But did I miss something? Why is the why is the flag half staff today? Any anyone? Anyone? I'm not sure on which. 303-477-5600. See the flag. Yeah, I on see the, the flag. I, I'm I'm kind of I'm sure throughout the nation there's plenty of reasons for it. What? Why this particular flag? I'm not sure. Charlie said no meat day. No, it's all meat day. It's meat in day. Well, you know, it would be at half-mast if we weren't allowed to have meat today. <laughs> so uh, that, that, is, that is a death of Good my one, soul. Um, Good one. Good one. Yeah, no, this is meat in day. We're going to eat as much meat today as we possibly can, uh, basically to dishonor our illustrious governor who thinks it's a great idea to have a no meat day in Colorado with all of our ranching community in this country, or in this, in this state, I should yeah. say. Unbelievable. Anyways, 303-477-5600. Maybe somebody can tell me why we, at least this one's half staff. I, mean, I don't know yeah. if they all are or not, but this one is. I never, I just noticed that just now. Yeah, I, I try to avoid the news. I, you know, I don't I, want to hear I negative things in the and country. I didn't know anything about it. And I don't <laughs> avoid the news. So I did not know that. So if somebody can answer that, please do. Question of the day today, what emergency supplies after this last weekend storm, what emergency supplies should everyone carry in their car at all times, but be it winter or summer. That's the question of the day. Again, 303-477-5600. we got a couple calls coming in. Maybe somebody can answer why we actually have uh, flags at half-staff today. I, 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 Atlanta shootings? I, I Honestly, I don't have any idea, folks. I, I, re- I really I do not know why that is the case. So those of you on hold, hang tight. Larry, I'll get to you here in just one minute. Again, our number here, line open, 303-477-5600. In other news... Some of you may or may not know this particular vehicle. I recognize it right off the bat. But uh, Parnelli Jones uh, raced a particular Ford Bronco, custom-built from the ground-up Ford Bronco, and it's called Big Ole for Olympic Beer. That's where the sponsor was, so it's Ole is how you would pronounce it. That's now headed to auction. He's owned it personally all these years. It's now going to go to a Mecham auction. It may be the very first ever bronco type vehicle that sells for over a million dollars oh i'm sure it will and it's all there and it's been on tour if you would to a lot of museums and places like that so uh it'll be interesting to see how that thing does at auction actually so i'm looking forward to that so we'll see that'll be cool there's a big article on it you can actually uh, look that up i believe it's in uh hemmings or sorry haggerty haggerty has that listed right now it's on their website so you can go check that out but it's a it's a Parnelli Jones. Uh, it's big, and it's O-L-Y. The big Ole is actually uh, headed to auction. So for those of you that are interested in that, go check that out 
And and again, Larry's feverishly answering phones right now. We'll get your calls in as soon as we can. 303-477-5600. Again, question of the day is what via, what things what items should you have in your vehicle to be prepared for anything, whether it be summer, winter? And by the way, a lot of you had some great advice early on. I wrote a lot of those things down, and we'll be adding some things even to what I have. Now, I understand. You can't carry everything. Okay, I get it. You're limited on you know, room, especially if you travel and you're trying to go anywhere and so on. But you know, also are gone. It's, this is one of the things I noticed today. Gone are the days of having full-bore toolkits. Because in a modern vehicle, if everything is maintained and up to speed, you're not you're not carrying a full tool kit around anymore like you used to. It's not needed. I don't, I don't think it was ever really a thing. I mean, I, I do remember the days of the manufacturers including basic toolkits. Mm-hmm. Well, I can remember the time. You know, back when I was a kid, you carried a you know spare fan belt, some duct tape, some you know bailing wires, some pliers and crescent wrenches, and even a pry bar if need be. Yeah, yeah, you carried some of the basic. Oh, Basic things that's, back that's in the what, day. That's what all the four-wheelers that's carry these days. Yeah, that's what we did. Back, <laughs> used to do that just to go to, you know, Kansas and back. Right. Back right, in the, when I was a sense. kid, because yeah. that's what you had to have. So, all right, Clinton in Littleton is next. Clinton, welcome. What's going on, sir? Hey, can you hear me all right? I can. What's going on, sir? Awesome. Hey, um, well, uh, first my comment was about uh, my guess was the flag being half mast because of the uh, recent shooting in Georgia. I'm not well, sure that was what I was wondering. I, I I will have to look it up because I did not see anything on that, but it could be. You could be right. Yeah, I don't know if there's a website that would tell you, but uh, my my uh, topic with the automotive, I suppose, is Jeff. I was wondering what your thoughts are on uh, how recently Colorado seemed to vote down all of the um, road projects that involved increasing taxes or borrowing the money without increasing taxes, but now everyone has to pay for toll roads. It doesn't seem like it's going to do as much for a relieving congestion in no, our city not. in multiple counties. It's not. And there's a bill like, going so through right poor? now that a bill going through right now that's being proposed uh, from uh, you know the powers that be, the Democrats, if you would. It's a it'll be a fee increase on tax, certain registrations, and so on is supposed to raise about $4 billion. But if you read the fine print, Clinton, and you look at actually what the $4 billion goes to, uh, I don't even know if half of that's going to go to roads, bridges, and projects like you're speaking. It's going to go to all sorts of other things that quote-unquote relieve congestion, i.e. bike paths, walking paths, and so on. The reality is none of those things are going to relieve any kind of congestion. And I need to remind everybody that, uh, you know, believe it or not, $2 billion in Colorado doesn't go very far. CDOT's budget annually, which is short-funded, by the way, is about $1.2 billion, And they don't have enough money to even keep up with the road maintenance we have. So $2 billion towards new projects is not even a drop in the bucket. Not going to do anything. Yeah, now that, that's a shame. I'm not for those multiple bike paths and, and Me department of transportation leader. But I, I do kind of wish that there was some smart people to write a smart bill because I, I feel like I drive the gap that caller. Yep. Just putting a toll lane in is not going to alleviate it. Nope. No, it's not. No, Clinton, to your point, and the and uh, would have changed that. Yeah, it, it's not. And you know, in a lot of cases, we need, and I've said this for years, we need additional road lane miles. Period. And we're not getting them. It doesn't look like we're going to get them anytime soon. Uh, the way we're going about this, we're going to add. You know, charging stations are a part of this. We're going to add bike paths. We're going to add walking paths. You know, we're going to add all sorts of, in my opinion, very illustrious things that they think are grandiose and great that do nothing to relieve congestion. But I will also tell you that I think that's part of their their shtick is they don't want you and I driving anyway. So that's that's exactly what they'll do. 
mean, it's become an issue for me in Colorado. I've been here a decade, and, and I just wish that there was a better way to do it instead of toll roads because yep. it doesn't relieve the congestion. So, anyway, I just I didn't know your thoughts. I'm not nope. for the, the fluff they put in those bills. I wish there nope. was more of a dedicated Thank budget. Thank you. And, I am, uh, too. I am, too. Yeah. It, that's exactly what yeah. – in fact, it ought to be a bill that says these are what we're going to do. In fact, these are the projects specifically we're going to earmark where the money's going to go to and what we're going to support statewide. Because I can tell you, after just driving to Texas and back, you can see on every front exactly where our state line ends. Yeah. Well, I guess last comment. I'm going to try to get my, my friend to call in. He works for the Department of Transportation as a civil engineer. And I asked him some questions that seemed logical to me, and he goes through a litany of the things that they're constrained by, like making bridge widths and have to have these shoulders, and then they do it with a 20-year plan to revise it. And it just it, it makes my head spin with uh, the yep. bureaucracy that he, yep. he has mm-hmm. to deal yep. with. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and by the, the way, I'm not, we can't do it. I am not ever faulting a direct worker for CDOT. I never have on this show or my daily show. I'm more faulting those bureaucrats and the folks that are in charge at the top that, as I said a moment ago, they're severely underfunded. I, I realize there's stories on, you know, money not being well spent, but I think you go through every government agency and say the same thing. The reality is $1.2 billion, when RTD has a budget of $2.5 billion, you can see right off the bat how much less money CDOT has to work with than even RTD does. Well, that's terrible, and, you know, like, vote some new people in, and uh, we can hope for the best. Elections have consequences. No, good stuff. Thanks, Clinton. I appreciate it. And, by the way, I've been here my whole life, and I've been watching exactly what Clinton's talked about my whole life. Dennis, hang tight. Mac and and Loveland as well. we got one call coming in. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Dr. Julie provides both the scientific methodology and the empathetic accountability you need to lose weight. You've lost the weight in the past, but as soon as you started slipping back into your old habits, you felt like a failure. Now you've gained all of that weight back, plus some more, and starting over seems pointless. Both John Rush and Dr. Julie understand the daily struggle of staying healthy. The HCG diet at Ascent Health Center trains your body to convert unnecessary fat into energy. But you also need the mental and emotional fortitude to help you stick with it long term. Something as simple as a daily text message from a qualified weight loss guide could make all the difference between another yo-yo diet and a true lifestyle change. Remember how much better you felt without the extra weight. Call Ascent Health Center now and mention Rush to Reason for 30% off your HCG diet plan. 303-343-8800. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa auto parts stores nationwide. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa auto parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa. Get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. 
every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the No Surprises Insurance Agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to findashop.com. All right, Drive Radio KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4 with me. Mac in Loveland, you're next. How are you guys holding up? Oh, we're doing all right. Mac, how about you? Well, I had two feet of snow. I had to use the... PTO winch on the willies to get out the back driveway, but other than that, it was not that bad. All right. Well, at least you got out. Good for you. Well, I'm waiting for July so I can complain how hot it is. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Good one. Uh, the thing with the half mask was I think um, uh, the bozo had a mandate on the yep. massacre in Georgia. Georgia. I think that. Yeah, you're correct. You know, it's kind of, now they're going after ethnic instead of the gun. They never mentioned what kind of gun he used this time. Yeah, you know what? You're, you're right, Mac. I didn't think about that. They, they didn't go down that path. A great point. Oh, the, it's always the first thing, you know, and blah, blah, blah. No, just the gunman. That's all they said. And he even admitted it, it was uh, another reason. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. No, you're here right. we go again. Yeah, you're a great point. Here we go again. Yep. I don't know. Um, the uh, deal with the Pam spray on your... Uh, yes, on the snowblower. Snowblower. I don't have any, so I had some Meguiar's um, spray um, spray wax, dry uh, car wax yeah. on the on the snow shovel. It doesn't stick at all. It works too. Yeah. No, no, any, yeah, anything you do, slick it up. Do go for it. it works great. And there's no mats or anything. Nope. You know? And one of my catalogs, they show a three stage snow blower that's got you know it has the little auger in the back. This one's got one that comes all the way out through the front past the the horizontal auger. I've never seen. I'm looking a three stage. Looking one up. A three stage, three stage. Yeah, they do make them. You're right. Yeah, three stage. Interesting. That would help. Or just stay home for a few days. No, or that. That's right. You know, if I put the starter back on the John Deere crawler, it's got a seven foot blade on. I got the starter off right now. You know, it'll never snow again once I get that thing. You are correct. Every time you're ready for it, it isn't going to happen then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm uh, what what really happened was I hadn't bought a fishing license since 2015 and I bought it last week. I got the combo cuz I'm a senior now and uh, it's a little cheaper. So that's why it's snowing cuz I can't go fishing. Yeah, that's exactly anymore. right. It's all your fault, Mac. Yes it is. <laughs> right, you guys take you guys take care. Appreciate it, sir. Thanks so much for your call as always. Let's go to Dennis in Denver. Dennis, welcome. What's going on? 
Hey, John, sorry about uh, calling back. No, you're fine. But, Go ahead. Uh, no, you're fine. You mentioned a couple of things. First of all, I know you've been curious about the Ford Bronco. And on YouTube, there's a couple of excellent reviews on pre-release models. But you talk about a out-of-the-box, trail-ready 4x4. This thing is amazing. I agree. Yeah, no, I think they've done a good job on that. It'd be interesting to see how it all pans out and what the final you know product looks like. But so far, everything on the front side looks good. Have you seen the one where they take the uh, parties that are interested in the Bronco out to Utah and have them four-wheel the bathtub? Uh, no, not that particular one I have not seen. Pretty capable vehicle. I'll watch it. No, I think it is. And I think they've done a good job on it. I, I mean, I think they put a lot of thought into it, and uh, I think that uh, the other manufacturers are going to find themselves uh, behind, uh, unfortunately. You know, General Motors and and Mopar both, I think, are going to, you know, they're going to see themselves behind, and to a large degree, even Toyota in this case. Yeah, when does GM's electric version come out? Uh, great question. The Hummer's coming out this next year, but it's nothing close to the Bronco. Sure, sure. And also, you mentioned something about putting together a list of things you should carry in your vehicle. Yes. And I just want to reiterate that the little phony... Uh, three by four first aid kits that everyone carries are not what you want in an emergency. True. Anybody can put their thumb over a small cut that a Band-Aid right. can take care of. Right. What you want is something to con- control serious bleeding, including a tourniquet. Right. And everyone that carries a weapon on their person yeah. should be carrying a tourniquet to save their life. True. True. No, great point, Dennis. You're exactly right. Um, that, that and uh, and I get where some of the guys will carry some, you know, if you're out camping and you, you know, you got a snake bite, so you got the snake bite stuff in there or whatever, you know, great, fine, I'll, whatever. That's, but to your point, if you've got some sort of a serious issue, yeah, those little kits aren't going to do anything. No, not at all. Uh, just uh, kind of a side story. There was a Denver police officer that got shot in North Denver about three or four years ago. And they had to use seven tourniquets to save his life. Wow. 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 That's amazing. Well, you know, the other thing, too, Dennis, and I'm not trying to be weird here, guys, but listening, uh, but there's something else I I don't think is a bad idea to throw in your your first aid kit, because we used to send these over to my son when he was in Afghanistan, and that was a pack of uh, feminine tampons, Dennis, because they used those overseas in Afghanistan. If somebody was shot, they'd stick the hole, you know, they'd stick that right in the hole. Absolutely. It's called wound packing. Yep. And it's very effective. Yep. So that's another that's another item that's not a bad idea to throw in that kit as well. Yeah. And just a, another side story. Several of the uh, gun shops around town are offering combat first aid. And that's something everybody... Oh, nice. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Frank Town's our other... Uh, our other uh, uh, sponsor on uh, Rush to Reason during the week, I'll find out if they're offering those, and if not, I'm guarantee you they will. Yeah, because uh, they go, I'm assuming, into complete use of a tourniquet, yeah. wound packing, yeah, nice. uh, blood clotting, all that kind of stuff. That's a great, there's, Dennis, great tip. Thank you. Yeah, no, a, I will. I'll check that out. There's a lot of... Uh, okay. Um, off-road kind of overlanding supply companies that do training. Um, they cover that a lot. We have a, 
at our shop, we, we support uh, Outer Limit Supply. It's run by a, a local uh, firefighter-owned company. He's put together his own kits that are exactly that, much more thorough yep, and thought about need. for being, yep. you know, away from any resources. Um, yeah, great great tip. Dennis, as always, thank you. I, I appreciate that. And uh, Jeff can help all of you listening. He can he can help you. You stock some of those. I've we, seen we them. We stock some of them, yep. yeah. Yeah, great. Dennis, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Okay. Have a good day. You bet. Take care, uh, as always. Okay, let's go to Mike in Colorado Springs. Mike, you're up. Hey, John, uh, I need an alignment on my car in Colorado Springs. Where would you recommend me going? I do not have anybody in the Springs. I'm working on getting a shop down there lined out. Our closest is going to be extreme up in uh, Parker, I hate to say. Okay, yeah, cause I, I didn't know Big O or any of them places are any good. I have no idea. Uh, and again, I don't know down in the Springs. Um, I will tell you that when it comes to alignments, I prefer somebody that really understands how to do a proper alignment and not knocking a lot of the tire stores. But I can tell you from the quality of worker that I always hired from some of those folks that they are not uh, your, your most efficient when it comes to what we're talking about. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, I'd, I'd agree to that. Finding a finding a, an alignment specialist, really, someone that really yep. knows it. it. Might be one of the small mom and pops that their guy right. their guy's been doing alignments That's for right. twenty thirty years. Right. Yeah. There's a difference oh, there's between a, yeah, aligning the car and just having it in the green, Mike. There is one of them stores down in Colorado Springs. I guess I'd call them. Okay, go for it. Do that. And if you, if, by the way, if you got anybody that's interested, let me know, sir. Okay, I'll, I'll talk to you when I call. Okay, them. thank you, Mike. I appreciate well, that very right. much. Uh, let's see. Let's see. We, we squeeze uh, David in here in Loveland. David, you're up. Hey guys, I'll be quick. I just had a point of levity in a sarcastic manner, if I may, about bike paths. Yes. You remember Pee Wee Herman? I know he went down bad, but you remember what he used to ride all the time? Yes. I think he got hired by the state of Colorado to help them with bike paths. Just, just a thought. No, I think, David, you might be onto something there. You could very well be correct. Yes. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman's now in charge of CDOT. Yes, you're, you're correct, David. I, I think he's a consultant. Yeah, I think you're right. I agree. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, let's uh, let, let's squeeze one more in. I got Richard that's got a couple car reviews we'll do as soon as we come back from break. Let's go take Kevin and Carter Springs real quick. Kevin, welcome. Hi, John. How are you guys good, doing today? Good, sir. Thanks well. for calling. Listen, I got an 08 Chevy HHR that's about ready to drive me to drinking. Okay. And I had a problem with the electric power steering on it. I had called you, oh, I don't know, about a year and a half ago on that. And I uh, ended up having to change the steering column to get the electric power steering to work because something broke in the upper part uh, okay. of the column. Okay, makes sense. Now, I cannot get my ignition key to come out of the tumbler or the... Uh, the, yeah, the key to come out of the tumbler without pushing down the little white button that's on the side of the switch housing there. And uh, any time I need to get the key out, I have to push the button down. And uh, it's getting uh, really maddening. And that's a, a, so a automatic transmission, Kevin? Standard. Okay, standard, and it's got the little button behind the tumbler you push to turn it back to the unlock pos- or to the lock position, correct? Correct, to remove the ignition key. Yes, got to push the button down. And you're saying you've got to do that every time to get the key out? Yes, sir. That's normal. That's how it's supposed to work. 
Uh, okay. If the old one wasn't Did doing ever... that, it wasn't functioning properly because the way those are supposed to work is you're supposed to push that down to go all the way back in, thereby locking that ignition so that, you know, if a kid or somebody comes along, they can't just, you know, bump the thing and, you know, that, that, that was a design. That's the way those worked back then. Okay, so... Well, this has a little plug on the bottom of the plastic housing that covers up the windshield wiper switch and the turn signal switch. And uh, this little button is on the side of the ignition switch. If I don't push this thing down, I cannot get the key to come out. It's not like um, oh, some of the other aftermarket cars that has the, an external button. This is on the inside of the uh, steering column itself right next to the ignition switch. Hmm. you got to sneak your finger all mm-hmm. the way up inside this thing to push that little button down. Yeah, and I, that I don't think is correct. Something's not right there. Was that replaced when they did the whole column? I, re- I did the column. I got a column out of an 08 HHR. Okay. And as uh, a direct bolt in, and uh, now I cannot get the uh, key to come out. Got it. So this happened after the column. You know. Yeah. You know what, Kevin? Uh, send me some pictures. Let me see if I can do a little research for you on that. Send me some pictures of that, so I've got a better idea of what we're dealing with. Let me see what I can do to help you. All right. Appreciate okay. that. You're very um, welcome. No, John, you can. You can. You, by the way, you can John text them real quick. You can text them to three zero seven two hundred. 8222, that's probably the easiest way. Or send them on an email, john at drive-radio.com. Either one. Okay, Okay. all I got was the 307. 307-200-8222. You got it, 8222. All right, appreciate it, You bet, Kevin. Thank you very much. All right, Ava, or Eva, I should say, hang tight. We'll get you in a second. We'll get some uh, reviews in real quick from Richard in a moment. Stay tuned, everybody. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door, NMLS 298-191, equal credit lender. At Napa Auto Parts, we've been the most trusted name in auto parts for over 80 years. Probably because we've never stopped looking for ways to make the great parts we sell even better. It's a commitment to quality you'll find in every one of our 310,000 parts. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to the patented damping mechanism on our drive-align belt tensioners to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And Napa parts are covered by a warranty that's good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores nationwide. 
Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store. But at Napa, we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. To find the Napa Auto Parts store nearest you, go to NapaOnline.com. Napa, get the good stuff. With over 125 locations in Colorado, southern Wyoming, and western Nebraska, there's only one place to get the good stuff. Napa Auto Parts. JC's 4x4 has been Denver's premier Land Rover independent service facility since 2005. With all of today's latest off-road technology, JC's British and 4x4 is a Land Rover specialty shop. Not only do they service, but they will also outfit and restore your vehicle. The dedicated staff and attention to detail make JC's British your one-stop shop for your Land Rover or 4x4 adventures. JC's British and 4x4 is committed to quality and excellence, whether taking your kids to school or hitting the back roads for adventure. No matter what road you own from the newest Discovery and Range Rover to an older Defender or Series truck, we can help you maintain, repair, or modify your vehicle. When you're tired of paying dealer prices and only given limited options, call JC's British and 4x4 to service and customize your Land Rover or 4x4. Call JC's British and 4x4 right now at 720-586-4756. That's 720-586-4756. Or go to jcbritish.com. Your next oil change could change the life of your vehicle forever. If you think that's a tall order, maybe you've been getting the wrong oil change. A BG Performance oil change BG. comes with a lifetime of engine and fuel system coverage. And something else, peace of mind. Where do you find it? Find a shop in your neighborhood at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. Because an oil change that offers a lifetime of peace of mind is a change worth making. BG. All right, myself, Jeff, from JC's British and 4x4. Jeff Corum with me today. Larry Unger answering phones. Charlie Grimes is, of course, our engineer. Richard Rush joining us now. We've got a couple of car reviews. We've driven some cars here lately that we haven't had a chance to talk about. So let's take a little time right now, Richard, and do so. Go ahead. Yeah, well, three feet of snow will do that for you. So yeah, that's a fact. A little craziness. But, yeah, so the first one I think we're going to go over, Dad, is um, a 2020 Highlander, which is, is pretty close to the 2021, so obviously that's a Toyota Highlander. And what was special about this vehicle, outside the fact that it was kind of the top-of-the-line limited platinum you know, trim level, was the fact that it, has, it was a hybrid version. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. for um, several years now, that Toyota's hybrid technology is kind of leading when it comes to that as far as you know, on, on, on just any pretty much vehicle they make outside of the truck. Yeah. They've got the hybrid technology, and it works great, right? It's seamless. Um, you can, I think this one, you could actually plug it in and charge it. So it's a plug-in hybrid. So, so it was, yeah, it was part of the plug-in hybrid. Okay. And what's nice about their hybrid, Dad, and Toyota didn't used to do this, but they are now, and that's they're making everything the, of, of the hybrid variety, I believe. Don't quote me on this. At least, well, at least in the Highlander, all-wheel drive. Okay. So they're not just nice. front-wheel drive. They used to be, but they're now all-wheel drive, which is great here in Colorado, right? It's great for our right. snow, especially right. what we, with what we just had. So you can get the benefits of the fuel economy, which puts you nearly in the 50 miles per gallon range, to go along with you know, just a little bit better, uh, obviously, traction and, and all that fun stuff. So you right. can go over these you know, big snowstorms and stuff that we do have. So that's nice. Outside of that, Dad, it's pretty much the Highlander that we've, that we've come to expect. They've done a few different updates throughout the inside. You know, nice interior finishes, nice cab. Uh, it's got the third row in it. So if you want to be able to, um, I believe, and let me quote, I'm not sure, I believe with the hybrid they still give you the third row seating, which, which would be nice. But, 
again, folks, you may want to check on that on Toyota's website because, again, it's been a few weeks since we've driven this one, and, and my mind's a little bit mushy from all the snow and such going on. But outside of that, Dad, great car. You know, owned a, owned a Highlander, you know, a few years ago. Didn't own a hybrid. But as far as the car itself, it's pretty similar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not overly It's a great car. And it doesn't take a lot. Yeah, again, this great car. They do a fantastic job. It's reliable. Again, the hybrid system, folks, don't get worried about it. And, and by the way, it does have the seven-passenger seating, so you were correct a moment ago. There you go. Okay, so there you go. And, and that's, again, that's another thing, Dad, because when they first started this hybrid stuff, those battery packs took up so much storage, they weren't able to do that on all the cars. Right. Well, now, again, they're, they're getting better. The battery technology is getting better. It's getting slimmer, and so they're able to do that. So, again, if folks are, are honestly, if you're looking for the ability to carry seven passengers, I guess. I, I, hang, hang on, hang on. I need, I need to correct that. I was wrong. It's eight not seven. Oh, oh because of <laughs> Sorry, it's eight instead of seven. I, 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 I stand right. corrected. I, I looked at that incorrectly. It's an eight-passenger seating, 60-40 bench, sliding, reclining, fold-flat, second-row bench seats, 60-40 split, fold-flat, third-row seats with sliding headrests and a recline function. There you go. Now, I will say this, folks. That third row is not for full-size No, adults. it is not. So if you've got, a, if, if you've got someone above five... You know, if you got an adult above five six five seven, they're going to be hard pressed to sit in that seat anyway, halfway comfortably. However, it would work in a pinch, and yes. it will work for children. So yeah, again, you know, you know that would be you know if market. you were going to the airport picking up somebody, something along those lines. You know, as long as your drive is within you know thirty to forty five minutes, you could make that work. Exactly, absolutely, and again, you're getting this Toyota reliability to yes. go along with it, and and that's the the big thing, folks. And, and, and I'll be honest. You know, I wish Toyota would update their stuff a little bit more often and, and you kind of get with some of the other manufacturers. But at the same time, if you still get a gazillion people to buy your car, obviously something's working. Well, right? I was just going to say, part, like of, part of the reason why they don't do that is because they're looking for reliability and longevity. And once they get a combination that they know works, they tend to stick with it. Again, not knocking Toyota. It's just what they do. And it's partly why they become the biggest car company in the entire world. So uh, to your point earlier, yep. Richard, they do have, in my opinion, I think Jeff would agree with this, when it comes to hybrid systems that are out there, they've been doing it the longest. They do it the best. They were the pioneer in it. And, uh, you know, like them or not, it is exactly what they do. And by the way, it's what they're going to stick to doing because we've heard their president even say, listen, I'm not going to go this full electric route because the grid won't support it. We're going to stick with our hybrid technology for now. I like that. Correct. And, and, if, and if you're going to that, I'll be honest, that is, I think that's the way that these manufacturers need to go, Dad. They don't need to completely go away from the, from, from the, from, you know, from the, the, the petroleum, you know, well, they're not anyways for a variety of reasons of making the car and so on and so forth. But they don't need to go away from that. They just add it as an addition. You know, kind of doing right. what Ram's doing right. as far as the, you know, the truck side of things. But again, Toyota has you know, far and away beat the competition on integrating their hybrid technology into nearly all of their vehicles. That's it right. would not shock me if you saw it in the Tundra and Tacoma That's right. upcoming. But again, the Highlander, go check it out, especially if you've got, again, enough. If you need eight seats, feel free to check it out. You had your local Toyota dealer. Test drive it, get your family in it, and when you do, let them know that John and Richard Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, what else? I know you've driven some other things. What else? So I think that we were going to go, what, we've got kind of a little bit of a gear switch, but one of your more favorite cars ever, Dad, and I think a lot of people are going to be surprised when we say this, and that's going to be the 2021 Lexus ES300, Yes, yes. I think a very staple car, by the way. Not stable, staple car. 
P, staple. And 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 so you again, you've they haven't done a whole lot of changes on it. What do you love about that car? Uh, number one, you talked earlier about Toyota, which this is their high-end version. The reliability factor, the cost of that ES. When you talk about getting into the luxury lineup of cars, going to a Lexus and really now being into a full luxury line car, uh, literally you're getting all of that done at a very fair price, in my opinion. That car you can typically buy in the low 50s, and you get a lot of car for the money. Big back seat, big trunk comfortable front, you know, as far as the, the, the agronomics of the driver and passenger seats in the front. Uh, really, there's nothing about that car not to like. It's priced well. And again, for a luxury car, it's a very good buy. And I think that's the key, Dad, is most people think Lexus, and, oh my gosh, I can't afford it. Well, folks, if you can potentially afford a Camry or you can afford an Avalon, and again, keep in mind, when we're doing these reviews, it's not just for new cars, right? Right. It's for used that's cars right. as well. And, again, that's going to be a car, folks, that, it, 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 yes, it has Lexus on it, but, it's again, it's a Toyota, and it's going to run like a Toyota. It's going to run for a long time. It's got a little bit more luxury features, a little bit more soft-touch materials throughout the cab, and I believe they've got a automatic closing trunk on that, which, yes. again, is a nice, subtle feature uh, you know that's common in that car. But, again, it's a great car. It it's is. easy to use. It's a car you can just hop in and drive anywhere and everywhere, enough room for four full-size adults. You know, car seats, so two full-size adults and car seats. And I believe, and again, I'm not sure of the all-wheel drive or front-wheel drive. Okay, so I've got that listed. So the ES comes in for everybody listening. The ES, by the way, starts at $40,000 for their standard car, $42,000 for the hybrid. So it comes standard hybrid, inline four, V6, and available all-wheel drive. So literally that car comes in about any combination you can put together at, again, a very, in my opinion, reasonable price. Well, and and again, Dad, Toyota's doing this more and more, especially for folks here in Colorado, the all-wheel drive, and they're getting better and better at doing this, the all-wheel drive is is becoming more and more common than the front-wheel drive. That's right. So again, don't be scared away, folks, because 99% of Colorado snowstorms, you'll be able to to drive in an all-wheel drive car. It's that much better for you. So yeah, check it out again. The Lexus ES. 300 they've got they've got the hybrid available they've got the like you said the inline six available all sorts of different options v6 it's a, v, it's a 35 available. v6 sorry oh, 35 sorry, v6, v6. Yeah. my apologies yeah, and, and again an engine that we've driven countless times right yes it's their and staple it it's their staple power plant exactly works fantastic so if you're interested folks head to your local lexus dealer test drive it get yourself in it get everyone in it for that matter and let them know that john and richard rush from drive radio sent you perfect richard thanks we'll talk to you on monday sir Sounds good. Thank All right, you. have a great weekend. Uh, Eva is up next on an Avalon, by the way. Speaking of some great cars, Eva, what's going on? We have a 2001 Avalon with 173,000 awesome. miles on it. And we it has given us no trouble until now. But the thermometer or the temperature gauge um, fluctuates between normal, which was right below the half mark, to the fourth mark. And Ed has changed the sensor, and we have also had it checked out by a body repair shop. And there's nothing, they can find nothing. The heater works. Everything works. It's just all at once this temperature gauge has gone wrong. And they can't find, let me ask you this, did they check the temp sensor itself and what controls the gauge to make sure that it's operating correctly, or do you know what they did check, in fact? That's uh, no. 
I'm not sure exactly what they all Okay. Checked. I would have all of that checked. we got a great shot, by the way, in your area. Gino's over at Bowles and Platte Canyon, Eva. They would love to take care of that. And as we said earlier, that is a really great staple vehicle. The Avalon, honestly, is just a step down. It's the Toyota version of the ES we just talked about in the review. Great car, by the way. Fa- fabulous car. Yeah. I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> no, it's a great car. It's one of the best cars I think they've ever built. So, you know, take that over to Geno's. Have them look at it. I doubt that's serious, Eva. I'm guessing there's probably a, a sending. I don't think it's a gauge issue, probably a sending unit issue or something, but have them double-check it. I will do that. Thank you. You're very welcome, Eva. And, again, you can find them at genosautoservice.com. And for everybody listening, remember, it's Geno's with a J. So, again, we'll be right back. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Auto Glass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair.
All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Jeff Corwin, JC's British and 4x4. Scott Wally joining us. We'll talk about Sportsman of Colorado in a moment. Mike and Aurora, though, is next. Mike, welcome, sir. Thanks, John. Uh, was Richard referring to the ES? Yes, yeah, the ES as in Edward. Okay. Edward Sam, the ES model. They have an ES, GS, okay. LS. This is their... You know, the IS is their, their kind of their little sedan uh, coupe also, but the ES is their, their first full-size, you know, their small, I guess you could say the smaller of the, the GSLS uh, full-size sedan. Great car. Yeah, he, he, he said ES300, that's why I was confused. Yeah, they discontinued the. I was reading they discontinued the GS for 2021. Uh, you know what, and I'm sad uh, about that because to me that was one of their, uh, that's one of my favorite cars of all time. It's a great car. Yeah, I own a 2008 ES. 350 and uh, I mean they've been, they've done a good job they've held the price at 39990 um but I'm just wondering I mean you'd have more experience with this how does it compare to the other asian manufacturer acura infinity of course I think genesis is more expensive and also how does it compare to say the equivalent cadillac and does it Lincoln even make sedans anymore? Uh, no, they do not. And to answer that question, Mike, and I'm not saying this just because I know, you know, some of the folks at Toyota Lexus listen to us at times, but I will tell you that hands down, all of the other vehicles you just mentioned, if you're going to go buy a vehicle that is reliable, that is repairable, that you can find parts for on a pretty consistent basis, there's not another brand you mentioned, and I'll even throw in BMW Mercedes into the mix. You won't find another brand out there that will give you the reliability and fixability that the ES will, period. And Jeff's over here shaking his head, and he works on you know Jaguar, Land Rover, and all that. So if there's anybody here that would know that, Jeff would. Well, it's definitely the, the European – well, actually, all the brands that are doing the high-end luxury stuff, Land Rover, Jaguar, BMW, they're – it's such a touting of their technological prowess that they it's just so complicated right and it's designed to you know bring you back to the dealer and not maintain you know not maintain it yourself type things i mean hell how many manufacturers remove dipsticks from transmissions years ago from engines you you know for a while yeah um no you're a good point well said i I can't fathom that mentality of removing the capability you know, from from the owner of the vehicle. Yeah. No, and, and so to your point, Mike, uh, out of all of that, and again, not just because, you know, I, I know Lexus will be listening to some of this. Uh, reality is, uh, bar none, hands down, all of the other brands you just mentioned, if I was going to go out and buy a car just for the reliability factor, the longevity, knowing what you're getting and so on, yeah, the ES hands down over all those other brands. And I mean that sincerely. Okay, yeah, because I've had a lot of experience with Honda, but none with Acura, and I, I like Honda a lot. But I you know, I know. do too, and, and I'm not knocking the, the Acura end of it, but if you start looking at the dealer network coast-to-coast coast and the ability to get that car, you know, maintained, fixed, and handled, uh, again, the, the, to me, the Lexus is, is going to beat all the rest of them hands down because of what I just said. Yeah, well, I mean, we only have two Lexus dealerships in the city, and we've got... A lot of Han, but I mean, I guess well, you could take you probably could take your Lexus to a Toyota dealer maybe and have it fixed. Yeah, if it's not in warranty, yes, you could. And you and by the way, a lot of independents will work on them as well. So that's the other nice thing about it. Like a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of the components are very similar to what you're going to find on an Avalon, for example. And in terms of uh, luxury value, you still think Lexus? Yes, has yeah, they, they've done very well right. in that end of things. Their resale value and so on 
has always been good. And by the way, I think it's good because a lot of what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. Uh, I was glad to talk to you about that. No, I appreciate right. it, Mike. No, thank you very much. I appreciate the question. And, uh, and great question, by the way. And, yeah, I, I would put that vehicle not just because I drove it. I mean, we drive everything. So I can honestly give you an opinion across the board. But I just think when you look at the longevity, the repairability, and so on, hands down, it's the winner. Mike, uh, Mickey, you're next. What's going on? Hi. Uh, happy first day of spring. Hey, thanks, Mickey. Uh, appreciate it. I, I looked up the... The half-staff. President Biden ordered flags to go to half-staff for the... Right, for the shooting in Georgia. The shooting till, and that's, that continues till sundown Sunday. Got it. But here's the, the, the thing about the catalytic converters. Yes. Uh, and, uh, I, I bought a 91 Civic from a guy, a GI down in the Colorado Springs, who had a new exhaust put on. Okay. I almost got it to pass five times. I put new plugs. I put new wires. I do timing belt, blah, blah, blah. On the fifth trip, it almost it got worse because I changed the oil. Hmm. But at the fifth trip was when they finally figured out, after sticking their mirror under it five times, that it didn't have a catalytic converter. Oh, wow. After the fifth time. After the fifth time. Go figure. So, yeah, it went it went out where there's no testing after that. Right. But it was a brand new shiny exhaust system, and you got to figure those guys aren't paid a whole lot. So. <laughs> yeah. No. Good one. Good one. No, that's Just, good. Not to encourage anybody, but. Yeah, I hear you. No, good one, Mickey. I appreciate it. Thanks again, as always, for the call. Sportsman of Colorado coming up next. What are you going to talk about today, Scott? Hey, John, we've got a new guest for us, Brittany Boddington, and um, uh, most of our listeners are probably familiar with her dad, Craig Boddington, which we had on several weeks ago. He's an author, written tons of books, big game hunter. I mean, just a great guy. But Brittany has uh, an apparel line uh, called She Hunts. She also has a She Hunts skills camp for women only. And just real quickly, here's some of the things your lady can learn at Brittany's camp. Gun handling, safety and maintenance, bullet basics, shot placement, archery, long-range shooting, taking a scope out of a box, mounting it, bore sighting it, ranging it, shooting it Wow. In, shotgun shooting, dangerous game with double-barrel Krieghoff rifle, shooting rest methods, conservation and hunting ethics, field dressing and butchering, Wild game cooking tutorial, stalking, and I don't like that one, stalking, yeah, stalking. <laughs> uh, wilderness survival, uh, and then more, and sunset game drives, how they're going to show you on some, take you on some right. real cool game drives, but, and more seminars are being added, but guys, hey, Mother's Day is coming up. If you're looking something extra special for yeah i guess wife girlfriend whatever to do your, your name is hey. stuff on there i'm like holy cow i could take that no i told I, there's about three things <laughs> yeah, <on> exactly <laughs> sign so, me up yeah but she hunts skills camp so wow. uh, Brittany boddington's going to be with us and mike slinkert is back with us with hex clothing and we've talked about them yeah. before this is a camo kind of gear that blocks your frequency smell right from no your frequency, frequency from your body okay and so it's really cool. And uh, I've hunted with it, and it does the trick. And then Nick Charney with Apex Ammunition. And when our first question to Nick, where is the ammo? So you want to find out what a manufacturer says, stay tuned. I've been finding some. 
I, it has. You got to. Okay, so everybody listening, I know this is our car show, but <laughs> we talk guns and stuff as well here all the time. And I'll give you a little tip. If you get on some of the more prevalent websites that are known for selling ammo, right. most of them have a feature whereby you can either get a text or email notification when they get mm-hmm. inventory. Perfect. And the only way you're going to buy, and you can ask him, but the only way you're going to buy uh, ammo right now that I know of in bulk anyways is to be on one of those lists and be sure. one of the first ones. And here's the deal. The minute you get that, you better drop what you're doing, order <laughs> ammo, and get it in your cart, or you're liable not to have it because it'll be gone within an hour. Because most of your gun stores are... Um, Limiting the boxes you can even... Not right. cases, boxes. Because if they sell a... A nine millimeter or forty-five. They want to have ammo and for I don't that blame customer. Them. Uh, I got nothing against that. I, I don't yeah. blame them at all. Yeah. I, I totally get so that. You're right. If you're looking at any, this if you're looking for case quantities. You got to do what I just said, or you're not going to buy. It. Now, I will also tell you that, you know, recently I've bought a case of two twenty-three, case of nine, case of forty, case of forty-five. So you can buy it. You just have to be able to get on those lists and. And I'll also say this, I, I won't overspend for ammo. Mm-hmm. So you got to get on it, get on the list, and get on the right listing of that sure. to get the right ammo, to get the right price. Otherwise, you're overpaying, yeah. and I won't overpay. No, you're right. Sorry, I'm just not going to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, buck and a half around for nine millimeters. Not but I will <laughs> also tell you this, just in closing, as we wrap things up, inflation is coming. It's already here. It's already set in. If you can turn a dollar into a bullet... I can tell you one thing: the bullet will hold its value, or the dollar's not. So, sure. if you want a good <laughs> exchange on something, go buy some ammo. It's not going anywhere. So, so I'm supposed to use my AMI uh, yes, mortgage yes, there for exactly that. That's exactly what you need to do. And go buy some ammo, Jeff. So, no, good stuff today, guys. So that's Sportsman of Colorado. Don't forget shooting the breeze. Speaking of shooting and all that, uh, Frank Down Firearms. Those guys will be up at two o'clock as well. But hang tight. Don't go anywhere. Sportsman of Colorado comes up next. Jeff, give your uh, address and phone number so folks can find you as well. Yeah. So we're down at uh, sixteen. 16- 31 West Hamilton Place in Sheridan, Colorado, uh, 720-227-9118. And we'll talk a little bit more yeah, next time Yeah, we're going to have a new facility new, uh, coming up here in the facility. near future. So everybody hang tight. We'll talk about that in the weeks ahead. So as always, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, thanks for taking a nice here. warm day to be here. So, yep. uh, Larry Younger, Charlie Grimes as well. Thank you guys all. So have a fabulous weekend. And, again, don't forget Sportsman of Colorado coming up next. I'll be back Monday, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush. Have a great weekend, everybody. And uh, stay safe. This is KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.